0: to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk.
1: Now for any leader, be it in the field of business, the military, or any professional organization, knowing how to lead and what style will work best for you and your team can often be the biggest hurdle. Thankfully I'm joined by one man who's been there and done it all in almost every way. Neil Jard is a global expert in leadership development and the author of the leadership book and he joins me now Neil good morning to you um,
0: hello Bobby hello good morning
1: Good to talk to you Neil um is there is the military and you spent a long number of your of your uh, career years there is the military a good place to observe leadership by way of both good and bad examples?
0: Y- yes I think it is It's a very good place to learn leadership as well. Because there's a, a lot of time i think in pretty much all armies all militaries spent on training um, so we probably spend years studying leadership and running large organizations which i think is very unusual having now worked in the civilian world for the last 14 or 15 years um, i've found that very few people have had any sort of formal leadership training
1: yeah and and when you progressed through your army career, uh, I think you became a, a lieutenant colonel in the end. Those promotions—did you find that you had to change your leadership style and be a different leader the more senior you were in the organisation? Possibly, but I think if I did so, I was
0: retrospectively that would have been wrong. Um, I, what I've come to think about leadership very much is that leadership is about being yourself and and the more uh the more your leadership style aligns with your personality with your personal style the the better when you get a dissonance where people are trying to play a part um i think that causes a lot of tension and i think the people that work with them and for them see through that and feel uncomfortable with it so Um, whilst there might be a different form of leadership and I would say you know certainly when I was a a major leading quite a large organisation in in Iraq um, there was a a lot more pressure and a lot more people um, but the core of it hopefully was still me being myself and connecting with people because leadership's really about for me about knowing where you're going and forming really good connections and you know to be honest friendships with people
1: yeah and would you be what are your thoughts on leadership by example and again i've always been a big believer in that but sometimes if you get into the weeds too much it can affect your ability to lead uh, exactly i, I think
0: um, being willing to get stuck in and, and there are times when you absolutely have to there are times when the pressure is such that every hand on the job is is essential. Um, but a lot of less experienced leaders use leading by example as um, an excuse for not really leading. You know, yeah. they don't they don't quite know what
1: they should. Too busy do. to lead.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you 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 lose that strategic oversight. You know, that where are we going and why are we doing it? Because you're so busy adding the numbers up yourself or, you know, in the classroom or, you know, whatever it is, outselling, um, you, you lose the strategic direction of the bigger organisation.
1: Yeah. What are some of the great myths around leadership or, indeed, can you give me examples of mis- common mistakes in leadership or around leadership?
0: Well, <laughs> the leadership's hard work, I think, is is one thing. Yeah. Um, you know, because I some of the... Probably all of the the best leaders that I've seen in action make it look easy, and, I, and by that I don't mean that they're lazy. But the whole kind of flogging yourself, coming in at seven, first in the office, working through till nine or ten, and, and essentially setting yourself on a route to burnout and inviting others to to come with you, um, it just doesn't need to be that way. It yeah. really doesn't. You know, lead, leading is about bringing other people in it's about connecting other people with purpose and then giving them freedom um and then i don't know whether you will have seen it Bobby, but i did a ted talk a, a few weeks ago and um i talked about control and control casting a really big shadow you know not much grows where the leader controls too much yeah. and the importance of allowing giving people space and freedom um you know when leaders get it wrong when they think they have to be in every loop and controlling every detail, and it's exhausting and it slows things down and it crushes creativity
1: and is it your view, Neil, that anyone can become an effective leader with the right training? I'd say almost anyone, Bob yeah
0: and um you know it's almost like football or you know kind of any sport with the right training anyone can be competent but not everyone's going to be playing at the highest level sure Um, but certainly you can learn you can learn the skills it's it's you know because the core of it is being yourself the first thing you've got to learn is just to be comfy being yourself Um, the second is to think about what you're trying to achieve and the third thing is to just go and connect with people in your organization or if you're trying to get something going the the right people to help you you know n- none of it's hard but genuinely it's not hard and and you see all these i mean it gets it gets probably over taught and over complicated
1: so do you think then that simplicity is one's friend when it comes to leadership
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, my book is only 137 pages because, and and I've written, I I always try and write in really clear and simple language because I think that's uh, that's very important. So where people try to manage by um, complicated plans, uh, I think they lose the people that are supposed to be following them. Yeah. Uh, I think you should be able to say what you're trying to achieve in two or three simple sentences that should get people uh should should stoke an emotional reaction in people, you know, hopefully a positive one. But that that's probably the um at the heart of leadership is getting people a bit excited. Having a, a, a five hundred page project plan or trying to motivate people by know, a 0.2% rise in profits or whatever, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't no. sound exciting, and it isn't.
1: You're also a proponent, Neil, of the maxim, always say yes to a cup of tea. Tell me more <laughs> about that. Yeah, or coffee. Yeah, well, yeah coffee, coffee in my case.
0: <laughs> so so a large part of leading is is connections, and connections, um, the closer a team is the closer you are to the people that you lead and some people really struggle with this they think that they have to be professional uh, and, and um, actually I think that's nonsense that the closer you are to people the better your relationship the more trust you have the, the more likely when you need people to be with you when you need people to create um there's that trust there's that People feel trusted by you, and they feel that they understand you. So the, the cup of tea thing is: if someone offers you a cup of tea, if someone who works for you or with you or, or whatever, um, accept it because they want. The, what they're really saying is, just sit down and talk to me. I want to spend a bit of yeah. time with you, and and a cup of tea kind of forces that. Unless you, you're willing to burn your lips, that means you're there for at least ten minutes, doesn't it?
1: Okay, we'll always say yes to a cup of tea. Uh, the author is Neil Jerd. The book is the leadership book uh, and a great read, it is indeed. Uh, thanks for joining us this morning, Neil, and we wish you well. Bobby, thank you very much. Thanks for having me.
0: Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.